Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Welcome back to the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. The recent devastating earthquake in Haiti is another reminder that nature is an incredibly powerful force. Tens of thousands of people died, while hundreds of thousands were injured. An earthquake is caused when the tectonic plates that form the surface of the Earth's crust rise or drop or rub up against each other. Earthquakes occur all the time around the world, but most are minor and cause little damage. Some might be shallow, others deep in the Earth's crust. Also, some might trigger tsunamis, like the devastating Asian one in 2004, whilst most will not. But the frustrating thing for most scientists is the inability to predict exactly when a quake will happen. There may be rumblings from the planet which give us an idea that something is due, but other times quakes happen without any warning at all. Also, there is the question of what you would do if there was a likelihood of an earthquake. It is very likely that there will be a major earthquake in the California area at some time in the next 30 or 40 years. But does that mean that residents should leave their homes now? All we do know is that the science of earthquake prediction is vague and that nature will always throw surprises at us. If I stood a few meters away from you and held up a $20 note and a $500 note, then which would be closer? Of course, they would both be the same distance from you, but your brain might tell you that the $500 note is actually closer. Strange as it may seem, psychological scientists from the United States have found that if we really want something, that desire may influence how we view it, and our brain might tell us that it is nearer than it really is. These findings don't work in every situation, but the reasoning is that if we feel something we want is nearer to us than it actually is, we would try harder to reach it. There's a new satellite in orbit, one that has a huge job to do, to map the whole sky. The satellite is called WISE, is orbiting about 300 miles above the Earth's surface and will be there for the next nine months. This will allow it to identify and photograph millions of distant dim objects which cannot be seen from Earth. The Hubble Space Telescope concentrates on visible light and has sent back some amazing photographs, but this new one is concentrating on infrared light. The last time scientists mapped the whole sky at infrared wavelengths was 26 years ago, and although the skies haven't changed that much in that time, our technology has. Back then, the camera had just 62 pixels. The new one has 4 million pixels and takes an image every 11 seconds. Data collected from the program will allow scientists to map the size and location of around 20,000 asteroids, particularly the large and dangerous type asteroids that travel close to Earth. The first images should be made available to the public in the next couple of months. Raising cows, 
pigs or chickens for meat production is a pretty inefficient process. You have to grow feed for the animals, raise them and then slaughter them. So how about growing meat without the animals? That's what scientists in the Netherlands have been doing for the last few years, growing something like test tube pork. Stem cells from a pig are taken and then grown in the laboratory without the meat actually becoming a pig. At the moment, the results are a fairly squishy, soggy type of pork. But with more and more research going on into raising this type of non-pig pork, it should be a more ethical menu option in the future. One of the biggest hassles for mobile phones, computers and MP3 players is that they always need power, either from batteries or from a cord to the power socket. But scientists have now developed a rechargeable battery that doesn't need to be plugged into the wall but instead uses Wi-Fi signals in the air to charge itself up. Anytime the device is in the vicinity of a Wi-Fi source, it will charge itself up, converting the wireless signal into DC current that can power small electronics devices. The idea isn't new, but it has taken a while for the device to reach the commercial stage. At the moment, it is just a USB device, but expect rechargeable batteries that suck the Wi-Fi out of the air to keep them going in the next year or two. A life without wires. Now that's a future I can look forward to. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Science Blog for another week. See you next time. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.